0: Hey fellow imbibers, Alex here with a quick message. You're about to hear a special preview of our new Patreon-only series, Cocktail Deconstructions. We hope you enjoy, and if you do, become a Patreon patron by going to patreon.com imbibe the vibe. With this, you'll not only get an ad-free stream of our usual monthly episodes, but you'll double your fun with special bonus content like what you're about to hear. And if you're one of our first 50 patrons, you'll receive a free Imbibe the Vibe coaster. Your support means a lot to us, so go to patreon.com slash imbibe the vibe. That's patreon.com slash imbibe the vibe. Enjoy this special preview, and as always, have fun out there. What's up everybody? I'm Alex. This is Jackson. I'm Jackson. This is our special Patreon only they, part two of our deconstruction episode of
1: Imbibe the Vibe. Imbibe the Vibe. Yeah, they know who we are. They know who we are at they this, know point. Are they, at this they know, point. They know the band. They they know what's going on.
0: If you're one of our Patreon subscribers,
1: you get this for, for special, uh, you know, and nobody else gets it. And we we thank you for that. Yeah. We're, you know. It's huge. It's important. I think
0: one of the things we do on our normal pod is we talk cocktails, we talk music. Sometimes it gets all intertwined and, you know, it's, it's a lot of info. So what we thought we'd do for this one is really methodically break down some of the real classic cocktails and then also the chemistry of those cocktails. So what we're going to do is make a drink we're going to deconstruct it and taste each of the ingredients, understand how they go together, because your philosophy, Jackson, again, and and sort of mixology
1: philosophy there. balancing the different ingredients is really what matters. Um, Each one sort of works with each of the others, Um, especially uh, this this is evident in um, simple drinks, where you can really kind of, and more complicated ones too, of course, but you can really kind of break down what's going on um, in a simple, like, three-ingredient cocktail. Yeah. Something like that.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, exactly. They balance each other out, so we'll sort of taste how each ingredient, how it functions to balance each other out. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the Dark and Stormy, and by the way, uh, you're listening to... Bad Business Club's—that's our band—and uh, Morgan Wiley's remix of uh, our latest record, "Good Thing Going." You can check it out on Spotify. I also recommend you check out Morgan Wiley. He is a great, great producer, friend
1: of ours. Friend of, of ours, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so check it out. But let's get into the drink, the "Dark and Stormy." What's uh, Yeah, we got a dark, in the "Dark and Stormy", and stormy today? today.
1: So um, "Dark and Stormy" is, and it, you know, officially, it has to be Gosling's. Black Seal rum, that's the official Dark and Stormy rum. They also have the uh, official Gosling's ginger beer, which, you know, they would say is the the only ginger beer to be used in a Dark and Stormy, and some lime juice mm-hmm. uh, to give it a little tang. So we're actually gonna be mixing these in the glass. Okay. Um, there's a, the, the main thing with the Dark and Stormy as far as the um, the visual component, is uh, the float. So this one, by the way, is super delicious and super easy to make at home. Um, So fill your glasses up with ice. Get you about a half an ounce of lime juice. Again, freshly squeezed. Freshly squeezed. Not fresh squeezed. Yeah, pop open your ginger beer here.
0: We got an ounce of lime juice in each of these drinks half an ounce of lime half an ounce, juice. ounce of lime juice like half full with ice and then we're sort of half filling. an ounce of lime juice fill it up with ice and then kind of
1: 75 percent fill it up with ginger beer and then this is where this is where you get kind of the classic look of the dark and stormy
0: and this is gosling's bermuda black
1: rum yep it's not too expensive either no it's yeah too- you want to make sure you're not too aggressive when you pour that on. Yeah. Very cool. Look at it that. Looks delightful. Look how nice that is. Look how nice
0: that is Look with up. the lime. Gargant Very important. Shouldn't. I don't know. The floater to the floater to me feels like it's kind of like when you take an iced coffee and put half and half in it, and it just it's the same. Down. It's the
1: same effect. Yeah. And then, um, of course, some drinks. Uh, the straw is non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of them. Why is that? Um, because people like to, people like to give it a stir themselves. Because there isn't really, the, the alcohol pretty much only exists at the top mm-hmm. of of this drink. Um, so what people generally do when they're drinking these, at least in my experience, is you. You, you mix it,
0: you are kind of mixing it in the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's as you know, drinking. it's for
1: the for the purposes of presentation, which yeah. is kinda nice. You drop the lime in there. Hang on, wait. Yeah. And it, you get that like that beautiful gradient as it moves down. And that's dark and stormy, man. Yeah.
0: So I'm tasting um, I mean obviously it's exciting because I can taste the fizz. Mm. Exciting levels of fizz there's definitely there's nearly a sour bite to it yeah uh, uh, the
1: ginger beer and the lime juice definitely give you that and the but I think it's nice because it really lets the sweetness of the rum come through yeah you get that like the molassesy yeah thing that comes from a, a Jamaica rum like this or I guess Bermuda yeah you know yeah from a, a dark kind of Caribbean style rum mm-hmm
0: I mean, this is great. I haven't had Dark and Stormy in a while. Back, I used to bartend at my friend's art gallery, my only experience bartending, but yeah. a couple of the things that he taught me was a good martini, a good Manhattan, and a good Dark and Stormy. Mm-hmm. But I had since I you know, tasted them uh, while I was bartending to make sure I was getting all the portions right, that's mm-hmm. the last time I've had one. That
1: was about seven years, but this is great.
0: Should yeah. we break
1: it down? Let's. Let's. Dark and Stormy is, uh, it's a good one to start out with because it's nearly impossible to mess up. Um, so let's start with the star of the show. The Gosling. See the rum there.
0: By the way, this is you playing guitar here. Yes, it is. It's lovely.
1: Thank you. Yeah, hot licks. Yeah, I like it at this tempo.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we um, had an original version of this. It's a much slower, like, Bill Withersy feel, if you will, I think. Sure. Um, this one's, like, more for the dancers. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's our goslings. There you go. Yeah, I mean, that's very sweet. It tastes like a rum where you can you can still taste, like, the real, like, rubbing alcohol-feeling alcohol in the background, <laughs> but it's sweet.
1: Yeah, I, I would consider this to be, um, it's like a... Kind of a budget sipping rum Yeah You know It's not uh, It's not El Dorado 25 But it has Some of the characteristics of El Dorado 25 Yeah um, Like the Like the kind of vanilla flavor um, Which all comes from uh, You know Aging Yeah Aging in the barrel and whatnot. I, obviously You know El Dorado Twenty Five is aged for twenty five years. Um, I don't believe Gosling's provides an age statement, which means it's probably not aged for that long. You, you don't really, age you for that don't long. really
0: advertise how much you age something unless you're actually aging it for a while. Actually, quick, quick aside, because when we were doing tequila, you sort of talked about that the aging process shortens and shortens, uh, depending you know, on the climate, the right? climate. But if these yeah. are all a lot, of, if these are all made in. Puerto Rico, Bermuda, uh, Jamaica—humid places. Why would you age something for? I feel like a really good rum can be aged
1: for what six months and, mm, and be nah, okay. Nah, because it's got to pick up. I mean, first off, just look at the because it goes from a clear spirit to this. Right. You know, just the level. It's of very color. dark. It's not just like an anejo that like is golden like yeah. a tequila. No, the level of color you have to get in there, and uh, I think more so than tequila or mezcal. Um, rum picks up good characteristics mm-hmm. from the barrel. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: No, I, I it makes sense. I mean this is this is really the sweet component here. Right.
1: Yeah. Right, which is cool because um, you know, I I don't like sugary cocktails. This is an example of how to use the sugar that's in the spirit already. Yeah. I mean rum is literally made from sugar. It's, yeah. it's like the same. Yeah. It's a molasses byproduct of sugar distilled into rum. But it's, I could see why
0: you were going to use this instead of maybe a Havana Club dark rum or a Plantation dark rum because this to me is a lot sweeter, a lot more molasses-y than even those. Like I know all those rums are made with sugar, but this tastes like sugar.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, the, the good people at Gosling's would tell you that it's not a dark and stormy, unless it's made with goggles. <sighs> yeah. Which, you know, say what you will about about that. But uh, if you're going for authentic, yeah, this yeah. is what you got to do. Lime, uh, lime juice. I think yeah, we all know, we know what lime juice is. We know what lime juice is, like... but I think this is just for, this is for the purposes of the exercise, you know? Yeah, for the kids.
0: I mean, I haven't just had straight up freshly squeezed lime juice in a while. Yeah, tangy. It's tangy. It's very tangy. It's not like a lemon. It's, it's a, not a lemon It's tangier It's not as like warheads Like you're tasting a warhead type of it's, sour
1: It's just a different flavor Yeah It's a different flavor It's sour You know But um I find that Well first of all uh, Rum and lime juice I mean that's like peanut butter and jelly right there Yeah You know those two things have gone together for as long time as Time Time immemorial Time immemorial as long as, as long as there have been sailors, uh, there have been uh, rum. As long as mixed there's with been lime scurvy. Juice. There's been lime yeah, juice. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, uh, and the the British Navy, the British Navy was paid in rum for a long time. So
0: I could also see. Yeah, actually, let's let's get those gossip.
1: Yeah, the ginger beer. Um, they make a nice tangy ginger beer. It's. See, I generally like ginger beers that have like particles floating in them. Mm. That's like a really good strong indicator of a good ginger beer.
0: Like they said though, the Dark and Stormy—if it's not Goslings, it wouldn't really be one.
1: Yeah, I think, I think that's only true of the rum. Okay. But obviously, they—they they sell their own ginger beer, so you know they.
0: You know. I've also rarely ever drank ginger beer straight, but it tastes like ginger. And what is ginger?
1: Due to a drink like this, I'd say it gives it like a little bit of a like a spicy, yeah. Kind of heat. Yeah. So you have the uh, the cocktail tree, if yeah. you will, um, some of the some of the relationships that we've talked about. You know how it's uh, booze, bitter, and sweet. Yeah. That's that's one that absolutely uh, is like tried and true right. throughout all sorts of recipes. This one, you have the sweet and the spirit sort of acting as the same ingredient. And then you have spicy on one side and then um, sour with the lime. Right. So you get sweet, sour, and spicy in one thing and that kind of just smooths it all over. If I may, uh, lime brings the tang,
0: the Gosling's rum, the dark rum. Lime brings the tang, the dark rum brings the sweet. And the ginger beer brings the heat. There you go. You got tang, sweet and heat. Yeah. So let's, I don't know, doing it back together. Yeah. I could see, I was th- thinking like why a lime as opposed to other citruses, but it makes sense to me because a lemon be would, would be too much congruent with a ginger beer where it's too, it's way sour and then you have the heat from the ginger beer and the bitterness. Yeah. And like an orange, for example, would just be doubly sweet. Anything sweeter than a lime would be. So the lime, you're right. It's like kind of the perfect level when you have something, a base spirit that's very sweet. Mm -hmm. Um, And another mixer that's already taking care of a lot of that bitterness.
1: Plus, I think um, when it comes to garnishes, uh, color is really important. Yeah, and I think that uh, the lime, the lime just sort of pops against the kind of caramel color of the uh, of the drink and the rum. I think if it if you did garnish with a lemon here, I think it would just be it would be too yellow. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah. I think the lime uh, not only does it work visually, but I think the flavors ended up work, working really well. Lemons usually end up getting paired with bourbon and gin drinks. Mm. Okay. And um yeah, lemons usually end up getting paired with bourbon and gin, limes with uh rum and tequila, which has to do with um, you know, the the regions of the world that these spirits come from. I think um I I don't know that uh the the American South is a place where limes were readily available back uh-huh. in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and vice versa. I don't know if you could, if you could get. Well, lemons yeah, you didn't have in... the climate
0: for the northeast. You didn't have that type of a climate for to grow citrus fruits. And way back in the day, when yeah. people were making the old fashioned, they had to use sugar for that sort of stuff. Yeah, because uh, you know places where they grew citrus. I mean, transporting it took forever.
1: Yeah, Um, which which makes well, a lot of sense. Not to mention in a in a pre refrigeration mm-hmm. society. uh, you know, you, you couldn't transport fruit yeah. over long distances. What by by horse and buggy? Like it just, <laughs> you know, you'd They'd be, be totally gone by that time. Totally gone. And that's
0: why, like in the in the yeah in 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 other colder climates, I mean you we we've had it. It's like mostly spirits altogether without any types of fruit. Yeah, you know, and and a lot of the the stuff when it comes to citrus are drinks from base spirits that originated in the caribbean or originated in you know mexico with tequila drinks and, and everything yeah. like that um so if i could repeat the ingredients to you just so i'm remembering please mm-hmm. correct me you've got in each of these drinks you've got a half an ounce of lime juice half an ounce of lime and uh two ounces of goslings uh, ex- i did One and a half, one and a half ounces so half an ounce of lime juice, one and a half or two ounces, depending on how depending. you want to get of Gosling's dark rum. Accept uh, no substitutes. Except no substitutes. And that's right. uh, wait, uh, sorry, I'm going to go to the order. Uh, ice, in the, ice in the highball glass. Mm-hmm. Um, half an ounce of lime juice. Fill it up about eighty percent with the Gosling's ginger beer, and then top it off yeah. and get that or top your, pour
1: or your the, favorite your favorite brand of ginger beer. Mm-hmm. Um I I think the sticking point is Gosling's rum. It's got to be the Gosling's rum for the Dark and Stormy. As for the ginger beer, you can use you can use your favorite kind of ginger beer. I, Main Root makes a really great ginger beer.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um and you know, uh if you're in the New York area, Bruce Cost is one that people people enjoy. Yeah. Um yeah. but if you, you know, if you got the goslings cuz you know it, that's easy to find it looks too. nice and you got the seals they they got the seal on them the you know seal. you could see the seal on there yeah uh yeah plus you know it just looks nice to have them both be from the from the same label
0: awesome well cheers, cheers. to the dark and stormy hope this helped out in understanding why things mix together again i'm alex this is jackson Imbibe the vibe, subscribe to the pod, uh, tell your friends, and um, thank you for being a Patreon member. Uh, Thank you. You'll continue to get all this bonus content. And uh, have fun out there. Have fun out there. We'll see you soon. Well, there you have it, folks. That was just a sample of some of the bonus content that you'll get on a monthly basis by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash imbibe the vibe. From there, you'll get a unique RSS feed that you can pop into Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice, and you'll get not only this, but an ad-free version of our typical monthly extravaganza, as well as some unique content here and there that'll uh, be as equally fun as what uh, you're getting on a monthly basis. Thanks so much again for your support, and I'll say it one more time, have fun out there. Welcome to Killer Spirits. I'm Tracy. And I'm April. We discuss history, mystery, murder, and mayhem. We also incorporate a cocktail to pair with our story because, hey, we love murder and we love alcohol. Join us as we talk about true crime, life, and anything else
1: that interests us. We are a true crime podcast garnished with a twist of lime. Find us on Instagram at Killer Spirits Pod, on Patreon at patreon.com backslash killer spirits, and on Twitter at Killer Spirits.